think it's important just to point your compass towards joy. And play like you, be like you, and don't overthink it. It's wow. spicy. Oh my goodness. Yes, I like it. I don't even know how to respond. This is like a brand new podcast for us. We've had a two-week break, and now we're in a brand new interface. I mean, is yeah. how do you feel first impressions? Is this goodbye Zencaster? Yeah, this, or is, is, this, this is R.I.P. Zencaster, mate. This this is this is nice. You're you're still crystal clear, mate. So are <laughs> like, you on my end. Crystal. Yeah, it's pretty HD. Um, yeah, it's nice, man. It is nice, and Don't also, work. yeah, we can ha- we can have an audience. We can have snare drums playing. We can. It's built for us, mate. It absolutely is. Us. Do you want? Let me just say. Do you want the drum roll, or I also have a drum joke? So I think like maybe. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Give me give me the drum joke. You got it. Yeah. Beautiful. Sounds Done. like a nineteen sixties Ludwig. Yep. I reckon. Yep. Man, you, I mean, that's just like anytime you say anything about a snare drum, your go-to is Ludwig. You got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. Oh, buddy. Good to see you, man. What I the know, hell mate. just happened? I, mate, I, I, this podcast is going to be pretty, pretty mental. I mean, what has happened? I mean, you, I went to Scotland first, first of all, then you, you were somewhere, weren't you? Yeah. Um, I was right Ooh. here. With a, oh. oh, anyways, moving on. Oh. Um, <laughs> Not uh, quite as impressive, but there we oh, go. Oh, is mine? Is, is <laughs> hey, is mine on the way? It is on the way. It uh-huh. is on the way. Okay, so let's just tell them yeah. that first. Okay, for those of you, wow, yeah. Oh, okay, for those you, of you, you that are just haven't heard from us for a while, just know that we've had some pretty hectic weeks. But in the midst of all that, we went virtual shopping. We did. And we yeah. got podcast buddy watches. There mm-hmm. is an, a watch that is ex- well. Extremely is relative, but in the watch world, it's extremely affordable. Normally, what, 200 pounds, like 250 bucks? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. in the watch world, just for anyone that's like, that's absurd, I'm with you. I used to think that Nixon was like, okay, if you're a baller, you have a Nixon. And if you're a baller on a budget, you got a fossil. So that was mm-hmm. my watch life. I knew nothing about the outside world. So I understand how $250 or 200 pounds can seem like a lot. But in the watch world, that's like, Basically, that's not even tax on like a tag <laughs> yeah. hour or something. Yeah. So there's a 200 pound watch that happens to be the hottest ticket on the planet and you cannot get it. And so, so what is, it's a collaboration, right? Yeah, it's a collab. I mean, mate, you know more about it than me. I just kind of got hooked on the hype. And like when so, it's all about the chase for me, yes. as soon as I know I can't get it, I'm like, well, I just want it so much more now. Um, and luckily I was in Glasgow and they, and they released, they dropped and I was in the queue, didn't get one. Um, it's the Speedmaster Omega Swatch collab. Yeah. Um, and I was in the queue for one and didn't get one. And then I was a day late in Edinburgh, went back to Glasgow. And yet again, I was a day late as well. So I just bought, so I bought two. I actually didn't know much until you alerted me and you were like, man, you know, I got to get this watch. And then, and then you basically said, if I'm in line and the drop happens, do you want me to pick one up? And I was like, well, a Speedmaster is like 10 grand. Well, it, it's probably like more like six grand. Yeah. Now on the, on, the, on the used market, watches are out of control. But I was thinking, yeah, if I could get like the looks of a Speedmaster for 200 bucks and I could bang it on a few things and not freak out. Yeah, count me in, man. So then I looked into it. And I was like, what is this thing? Why would a Speedmaster and Swatch? But yeah, it's a it's a th- partnership between Omega and Swatch. And just instantly, it became the hottest ticket on the planet. And even watch guys are like, I can't get one. No one can yeah. get one. It's crazy, man. Like there, in Glasgow, there was, it was kind of cool. I, I, I kind of like the hustle and respect it. But literally outside the Swatch shop, there's just like 20, 30 lads just waiting there. Just in case they drop. Just in, like so it's just not even there. a promise that there is a drop. No, they just sit there. Anytime the manager goes to the back of the store, we all sort of get up and we're like, Ooh, oh, oh, God. She comes, she comes out with nothing in her hands and they're like, mm, nothing, don't worry. Uh, don't people worry. like weren't, people wanted to go for like cigarettes and stuff and go for lunch, but they weren't just in case they missed it. <laughs> this is like people's chance to stop smoking. Mate, like, the well, London store has been smashed in. Sure. <laughs> It's been smashed in. Shut up. But I'm not For even a joking. Swatch. It's a it's plastic mental. watch. It's crazy. Uh, and um, yeah, a couple of couple of the like reselling lads, I don't know them personally. I got talking to a few of them, but they they came up from London 
for like a week just to, Gla- just to Glasgow to sit around and hopefully get the watches. So with your shoe contacts, you were able to secure us a couple watches so that you and I could have podcasting watches. So this will be my my Thursday morning watch. Every Thursday morning, I'm going to put on this watch because you and I will be wearing the same watch. And that'll mm-hmm. I know I understand how cheesy all of this sounds. But you know what? You guys have been listening for almost 100 episodes. You've had to deal with the bromance from day one. This is just mm-hmm. what it is. It is what it, it is. is. It is what it is, mate. It's only going to get weirder from here. Trust me. <laughs> it's you know just I mean? two primo bulls <laughs> rocking the same watch. No big deal. Get over it. So it anyways, cool uh, well, good. can I see it one more time? Oh, yeah, man. That's hot. I mean, uh, I haven't got autofocus on, but it is, it is nice. And also, like, it's, you know, you can beat it up, like you said, and it doesn't really, you know... Yeah, it doesn't really matter because it's only sort of relatively cheap. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm fully hooked, man. The watch thing for me is like, Oof. I'm going to sell all my shoes. I mean, you know what we've been talking about. <laughs> and I also know what, yeah, I know too much. So we'll, we'll keep it behind the scenes. But either way, to everybody that had to go through two weeks without this podcast, uh, thank you. I had somebody come up to me at the event that I was doing this past weekend. And he was like, man, you don't understand how much of a wrench you've kind of thrown in my plan. Uh, this guy works for NASA and he's in charge wow. of like, basically what I'm probably going to butcher this. His name's Andrew. Um, and he's uh, a Mike's lesson student and just an amazing guy. And he puts in a lot of hard work and love him as a student. But I was asking him, so what do you do? Like, I mean, at NASA, I feel like I could take out the trash and I still wouldn't be qualified to do that at NASA. They'd be like, dude, where's your degrees? You don't even have a trash yeah. degree. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. So he's, from what I understand, he's basically in, in charge of any debris coming off the rocket after it launches. What? So ice, uh, everything that comes off the rocket as it's going into orbit, he's in charge of that. And his his team is in a little war room just staring at all the cameras and the data that comes in about what's coming off the rocket. Now, I'm sure right now he's typing an email of like, that's not what I do and that's not what I told you. But I think that is. I was very stressed out. So I think that's what he does. But anyways, he said, dude, you kind of you kind of threw a wrench into the plan because it's not drum with Mike and Eddie. It's run with Mike and Eddie. I have a five mile run every Sunday and it and I do it to the podcast. And so he literally he was like, so you better give me a podcast to listen to since y'all didn't do one. And I was like, damn. And this is in person, man to man, biceps to biceps. I was like, all right, Andrew, here's here's what you got. Uh, so I gave him I gave him a, a, the Yanni podcast, The Hustle. Yeah, and I was like, this will yeah, make you just one. start like this will kick up two miles an hour on you. You'll just yeah, be exactly. like, I can do it. Run through exactly. a brick I wall. can't imagine running to my my voice. You know, I can't imagine anything worse, to be honest, mate. Fair play. Maybe. Fair play. <laughs> Maybe he does it on double speed, and we're he talking must really do. fast. <laughs> he must do. That's oh, the worst when up. you accidentally hit that one point five thing on your podcast app, and you don't know you did it, and you're like, yeah. "These guys are amped on coffee." Mate, the, I, that happened to Rona the other day. I was like, "Listen to this podcast; it's really good. It's like a, com- a, co- a comedy one." That one I sent you, mm-hmm. and um, they're English lads anyway, so they talk fast and they talk over each other all the time, and it's like you know, is what it is. She accidentally hit the 1.5 and she got home. She was like, they were just, I didn't make sense. They were talking too quick. I got in her car and I was like, that will be why. Because you're listening to it on 1.5 speed. (laughs) It's not enough to to mess with the voice. So you think it's normal. And I'm like, God, I mean, I love F1 too, but these guys are hyped, hyped about Lando Norris. I don't know. Exactly. What says, it's like, oh my god! And then I'm like, I hit the 1.5 button, the and 1. then 5. to get back to one, you have to go to 2.0, then the slower, mm-hmm. and then yeah. So, anyways, it's been a hell of a weekend for both of us. Let's start with you, buddy. Uh, for those that haven't followed your social media, let's start at the what's the the end? You ended up on stage in front of 20,000 people with basically yeah. no warning. Yeah, so, so the end, yeah, I, I played a, I thought it was a festival. It was an outside gig, 20,000 capacity with an artist called Rex Orange County. Who's ma- he just did the Hollywood Bowl. He's massive in America, massive all over the world now, to be honest. Um, I ended up playing like a full set <laughs> in London. So not just getting like, hey, our buddy Eddie's in town. He's going to play a tune with us. You had to, so... So it's now that we set. know that the end is you're on stage in front of 20,000 people playing 12 <laughs> songs that you've probably never heard in your life. Now take us yeah. back to the beginning of the day. 
Okay, so it was um so I got a text around sort of nine AM in the morning and it was like from Busty's manager actually. Okay. Small small world, his his wife's sister manages Rex Orange County, saying, I think Rex needs a drummer tonight. And I was like, and so he said, Look, I've I've sent them your details, heads up. And I was like, okay, that's mental. Like this is tonight. Like you're 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 gonna struggle. This is this is unheard of. This doesn't happen. <laughs> like I'm looking at my watch and, and and I don't hear anything for a while. So I've started back at the gym. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I went to I went to the gym, did a little bit of cardio, and I thought, you know what? Like I'm on the bike. Let's just get YouTube up and watch his latest set. And luckily, a fan had recorded one of his shows in Texas, and it was like an hour and a half long, big set. <laughs> so I was just watching that, and then I got a text. Um, from his manager saying, look, like this is the deal. Can you do it? Here's the set list. And it was 20 songs. And I was like, yeah, they sent me like the Spotify playlist. And I was like, whoa, man, like this is, there was a mirror in front of the bike I was on in the gym. And I was looking at myself, literally thinking, can you do this? Like, this is no joke. Like if you say yes, you know, this all in. Yeah, like what goes through your head at that point is, you know, if I if I muck up real bad, this is my reputation, my career on the line, really. Like this is a big deal. I'm watching the clock tick and it's now about 10. And then, so I leave the gym and she calls me and I'm sort of like, you know, just just talking her through the, what's going on. I'm like, look, I don't know if I can do it yet. The same thing, like I've got Travis, I've got other plans, blah, blah, blah. And... uh I start saying, look, as the songs got cues, like what, 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 how many songs is there? I know I just saw 20, but is that, am I playing all of those songs? Like 20 is quite a lot. <laughs> 20 is quite a lot of songs. What's going on? Are there cues? What's the band situation? Are they able to click? And so she says, well, Rex is here next to me. You're better off talking to him. So I was like, okay. And long, just, just a side note, Rex used to be a fan of LTA, my old band. And it's okay. such a small world. He sent me a dm a couple of years ago saying hi mate just heard your band on the radio it reminded me of like the drum lessons we had hope all is good and i clicked on that dm a couple of years ago and i was like what this guy's like massive this guy's a huge artist and it turns out he came to my mum's house a couple of times to have drum lessons with me and here he is this huge artist such a small world so i'm talking to him and he's like how you been blah 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 and i'm like yeah good man and he was he in a nutshell he said look i've I've been shown a couple of names. As soon as they said your name, I was like, that's who I kind of trust. That's who I want to do this. But if I understand it's today, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of pressure. You know, just just let me know what's going on. And it, and it, the conversation ended up being like, look, we'll, we'll just have to pull the show. And as soon as I heard that, it was like, I just have to. So I just said, look, I'll get there. And we'll figure something out. That something can be, look, we, we cut songs, we change endings, we change, we simplify things. Right. Whatever it may be, I'll just get there. Because I couldn't fall asleep at night knowing that he had cancelled his biggest headline show ever. Right. And that I could have at least tried. Do you know what I mean? I right. could have He's tried. worked his whole life for this moment. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I can't, I don't like like bailing on 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 things like that do you know what i mean i, sure. I, I feel like no like let's, let's let's just do it let's figure something out so i said all right just just get me there got home jumped in the shower got a text your cab will be 15 minutes so i'm like okay all I wait so it's put, really the same day that you got the call yeah 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 it was it, I, oh half, my god at half 10 i i had hung up the phone and said all right look get me there and by about 11 there was a taxi to take me to london so all I did was just take drumsticks. I just that's all I could bring. And and I sat in the I sat in the taxi. So you're gonna play I, the other drummer's kit, I'm assuming? Everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. Yes. So I sat in the in the in the taxi and I'm like, okay, right, my iPhone's just about to I didn't have time to charge my iPhone. I need Oh my mate, god. you got an iPhone charger. Yeah, okay. T- thank God my AirPods had battery in them. So I'm there in the back of the taxi watching the YouTube show. What listening to the Dropbox folder of the most recent show that they recorded, and I'm just, Jeez. I'm just zoning in. I'm just like, okay, this song, this song, this song, this song, and then I arrive, and it's in Gun- Gunnersbury Gunnersbury Park. I think that's how you pronounce it. Basically, it looks like a festival. It's a huge, right? massive outdoor park, and at this point, I think it's a festival. 
So I walk up to like the artist lia- liaison box to get your tickets and whatnot. And I'm like, you're right, I'm playing for Rex Orange County. I don't know where he is on the, on the bill. Oh no, this is his show. And I'm like, fuck. Oh okay. my God. Okay, this is his show. All right, 20,000 people. Okay, let, let's... 20,000 people. Because if you play to a 20,000 person crowd at a festival... Maybe only 500 of them know the artist's song and the rest exactly. are at the festival. Now you have 20,000 people that know the drum parts. Yeah. And at that oh point, it's like my head just goes into a different sort of mode because I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that. All I got on the text was, we need a drummer. It's 20,000 capacity. I didn't know it was his his show. Right. And, uh, you know, being naive, I knew he was a big artist, a fucking amazing, huge artist, but I didn't know the vibe. I didn't, I didn't have time to sure. check. So I get out of the car, I go get my pass. They tell me a car's coming over to pick me up to take me to the stage. And at that moment, I'm like, oh, there's no backing out. There's nothing. It's just it's just go. It's just go time. Right. So get to the dressing room, say hello to Alex's name, Rex is his stage name. Say hello to him, meet the rest of the band. There's like a horn section, there's trumpets, there's like a piano player, mm. keep, uh, keep, like everything. <laughs> And um, I just sort of make it, I'm like, here we are. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Here we, here the more people you meet, it's like each person is one more person to let down if this doesn't go well. Yeah. Oh, cool. The- you have a you have a third chair <laughs> trumpet. Fantastic. He'll be pissed. Great. <laughs> I don't like... You know, the boys were really nice. They were, always, they were straight away just like, mate, respect. Like, even just for turning up, fair play. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right, so let's let's just go to the stage, see the drum kit. Um, and the the kit is like... I mean, it couldn't be any more different. He's like left-handed lead. So like if where the, where the 10 inch, where my normal 12 inch Tom would be is an SPD. So the okay. SPD parts as well. Then to the right of the SPD, there's a 10 inch Tom, then a floor Tom. The ride is like over here and the two crashes are hit. So there's no symbols in front, which is I'm, I'm sort of used to. It's like they're all to wow. the side. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter. Let's just, let's just kick this off. Let's just start. Yeah. <laughs> Sound check. Like how long have we got? And this, this is like one, half one. And I'm like, okay, let's just run through the tracks, get it down. And it was pretty, sh- it was shaky at first. I mean, like, okay. I'm like playing, I'm like, whoa, which one is this? Like, you're going to have yeah. to. So what I was doing was I was on stage and they would go, okay, let's let's try this one. And I would get the YouTube show up on YouTube and put it down my talkback mic like that so I could hear it in my ears. So I was referencing a screaming crowd shot video on youtube to be like okay it's this one do cat do do cat okay sweet let's just run that so we did that for a crowd i think we went until three before they were like there's one support we have to like let them on yeah do their thing so they they hired in another drum kit so i could go behind the stage have this b rig b b drum kit um, they set up the bass player who was like the MD and they okay. set up um, Rex sat there and the other guitar player and the kit wasn't mic'd or anything. It was sure. the same situation. It was like we had l- the logic session and then we also had um, the Dropbox folder of the live recording, but we had our ears in, but nothing, nothing was really mic'd up. So yet again, we had to put the, the Dropbox on our like play it through our phone down the microphone for us to hear it in our ears meanwhile oh the other band's God. like sound checking and then it time is just ch- ticking i'm going through the set i think it ended up being 15 songs and two of them were like two half so it was like 17 songs i think and uh just going through just making like notes but they weren't really helping and the boys were amazing like just okay. really patient with me and i think at this point it was like three the stage time was at half eight so I'm just going through, going through and going through and just trying to make as many men- mental notes as possible um, and just just going with the flow, man, and and genuinely just trying not to really, really panic. I mean, because- at some point, 20,000 people are going to start coming through the gates and they start chanting and clapping. and Yeah, and that's and it, it started to stress me out a bit when the, the, the one support, I mean, it's mental, man. He's such a legend, this guy, Rex. He sold out 20,000 people without any support acts or anything. It was just, he put 20,000 tickets up, they sold out, and then he wow. just let, I think it must have been a band that he knew just come on and support, but they started playing. And at this point, I'm, I'm behind them, behind a curtain, learning the songs. Shoving your in-ears as deep as you can yeah. to block them out because they got to Turning my pack up and just trying, yeah. to, just trying to play and just trying to learn the stuff. And then 
yeah and then, and then basically yeah that 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 whole time from like three till sort of i think i said like let's go to the dressing room because we need to get changed we need to like get into the flipping into the vibe uh i think we i just wrapped it up at like half seven i was like let's go back to the dressing room and, and we'll just i will play the live show back and i'll just ask you questions and you can guide me through it and just signal like changes and stabs and whatnot um, sure. and in that process of playing on the b kit behind the stage there was a few things that i was like no no <laughs> like i love a good stab a good stab with a horn <laughs> section mate is there's the nothing best. it is the best bow 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 um but there was like three tracks with those big big stabby endings and i actually sat two of them out because it, it was just too much it was like yeah. look you've got horns you've got everything just you do that and i, I watched the recording back and it actually sounded really really good because it, you can't go into those things half-assed you can't like no i mean those if you can get 10 people on stage to nail it while the drummer literally just plays time on the hi-hat that's going to sound tighter than you flubbing two of those hits and hitting six of them it doesn't yeah. matter you flub two Exactly. And it's just, yeah, you've got to be confident. So that was the only thing we really, really changed. I was just like, look, those, because I remember just before we went back to the dressing room, there was one song that like, we didn't really work on that much. We didn't get through it in time. Okay. And I was like, right, let's just, let's, what's the ending? Like, press play on the ending. It was like, and I was like, of course. Of course. I mean, if if I was watching, I would be like, that's beautiful. I love that. Now right. I'm here learning it in the moment and we're going on stage in 40 minutes. This is stressing me out. Yeah, there's so, no um, way you're going to remember that, especially if it's like it's song eight, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's- that's what I said to Rex. I was like, mate, I'm just such a perfectionist. And the one thing that I struggle with these last minute things is not like going and learning the songs or like, you know, n- doing a good job it's like i want to nail every single hit and if i don't like you i'll take that to bed with me i'll I'll, I'll remember that and i'll be thinking does that person know i missed that hit or right and that will eat me up inside so Mm -hmm. but he was really cool he was like mate i'm also asking you to play 20 other songs like don't worry about that and i was like okay cool that's all good um and yeah so we went back to the dressing room and just looped the live show as much as we could um, and at that point, I'm just sort of picking out the ones that aren't making sense because a couple of them weren't to click. So a couple of them, like Rex just played on the guitar and then we come in um, and there's one song, his biggest, one of his biggest songs weren't to click, which is, you know, I, when he said, oh yeah, that's not to click. I went beautiful. Okay. No worries. No <laughs> All worries. Good. All now, good. <laughs> for people at home that let's say let's say you're in the first two three years of your drumming you might think oh not to click that's better it is not click is a safety net yeah like once you learn how to play with a click it's it's a beautiful thing because you can play in and out of it you can do it it's it's there it's done for you um yeah and And click doesn't mean just click click sometimes like in your past shows um you know click can come with cues as well it means that you're playing to something that's already been set up ahead of time yeah, and you're also gelling a lot easier with musicians you've never played before. Yes. So like it's, you know, they've been playing f- that band, I think have been going since the beginning. So it's like they know their little like nuances and like where they speed mm-hmm. up and where they slow down. So um, there was, yeah, that one of his biggest songs, no, didn't have click, but it also was like two different songs. It was like a swung thing in six. And then it went into this like, like oh my god yeah and so you're like whoa so there was a few songs at the moment where i realized we were on stage in about 40 minutes i was like okay i need to listen to these two these two aren't me i can't piece together this structure it doesn't make sense like it's confusing me yeah um and uh and then yeah and then we got changed and just sort of went up and started and it was, I'm, I have to say, mate, Daryl, Daryl, the bass player, who was the MD. I said to him on, on on WhatsApp when I was on the in the in the taxi on the way up. I was like, look, is there is there any cues? And he was like, well, no, because you know there wouldn't. Why would there be? Need they've been, yeah, they've been playing together for like flipping eight years or whatever, well longer. Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, do you have time to put some in? No, okay. Well, you're going to have to do it live. You're, you're going to have to like be the angel on my shoulder 
and tell yeah. me that there's a, a drop coming or to repeat or yeah. to pull out. Stop on what, three. Yeah, you're going to have to. Like, there's there's no there's no way that this can happen without that. Like, whenever you think, if you think you're talking too much, talk more. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, just get yeah. me through this. So we we go out. Well, the 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 sort of show starts, and then you sort of see everyone. And you're like, "Fuck, <laughs> this, is this hap- is this happening?" Like, what it was to describe it in an, in 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 a sentence. I was learning songs at the same time as performing them to twenty thousand people. Oh my god, <laughs> it was absolutely bonkers. So uh, the first thing that went through my head was like, "Okay, just." I've got to talk about Mike. Daryl's got to talk about Mike, and Daryl's next to me, the bass player. So I'm foot on the pedal, and I'm just saying to him before before we kick in. I'm like, look at him, dead in the eyes. I'm telling you, mate, just cue me. As talk me through everything, talk me through absolutely yeah. everything. Um, yeah. And then and then it was just going, and it was showtime, and it was just mm. like in that moment. I think like um, you know, you just it's like emptying the trash. On your computer, you just get rid of everything that you don't need to think about. And you just think about all these little nuances and stabs and stops and whatnot. And then, and then you're in. And it was, it was literally just like, okay, off in after eight. Okay, cool. All right, sweet. And then before every song, I said to Daryl, I was like, sing this song for me real quick. He was literally having to sing. The song. So he'd hum like the chorus or something. He would hum. He'll go like through that one. And I'm like, okay. And he'll go, it's the one that boom boom ka boom boom ka. And I'm like, fuck, okay. All right. Oh my after, god. After eight, I think this one's after four, mate. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. While Rex and, is um, talking to the crowd, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys yeah. know this one. <laughs> yeah. And like 20,000 oh people just singing along. And, but mate, Daryl was an absolute lifesaver and he was a true angel on my shoulder and the fact that he managed to play his parts that aren't easy like he managed right. to do his thing whilst signaling like and talking to me and talking me through what was coming i mean if i was playing like a like a, a chorus you know and i'm like and it's the second chorus are we doing double chorus or is it drop out to the midday and I'm, I'm just waiting for it i'm waiting for him to look at me Right. Okay, we drop on, we drop on, on, on eight. One, okay, we're dropping. Okay, drop back in. Okay, literally, like oh someone, like learning. Yeah, literally learning the song as you're playing it. There was Almost one like song creating it because the song exists, yeah. but you don't know. <laughs> there was one song that he just put out that was like it was it was drumming wise. It was like. Um, simple, not not basic, not 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 complex. It was just like a simple. It was kick, and then like a boom da, da boom da ka, da boom ba ba da boom da ba, that sort of thing on the toms. And we did it once in soundcheck, and then but the, by that point, after I'd sat down on the B kit behind the stage, I'd forgotten about that. So okay, it was pure improv up there. <laughs> And it was like, okay, pull out after eight. Okay, back in. Like, keep on going. Just keep on going. Wow. And it was, it was, it was, it was abs. I don't know. Apart from Daryl and relying on just like pop structure and also like the nerves. Like, I didn't feel nervous. Like, I, there was no time to feel nervous. Right. You know what I mean? It, once, it's, it was, once it's happening, it's happening. It's happening. It's like, yeah. what, what am I supposed to do? Be like, oh, there's loads of people here. I can't. It's like, yeah. just, it felt like I was in this shipping container with a, with the bass player, Daryl. That was it. It felt like I blocked everything out. Yeah. And that was that. And it was, it was, I gen, genuinely don't know how we did it. I I honestly do not know how how we did it as well as we did. Like there was a few little fluffs, like a few little feels here and there. Well, not feels, just like endings that I I wish I did more confidently. Or there was one track that we had to start again, but no one. We just had to start the track again um, because talkback was going on, and like no one knew where we were, and we were like, right, let's run that again. Um, but apart from that, it was cool and. And, and you yeah, said I, that Rex kind of covered you guys on that and and like pretended like he wanted to stop it 
and then yeah, tell the yeah. crowd, we need more energy from you. That's a veteran move right there. I mean, it was, you know, like, that's the thing. We, we were all in this together. It yeah. wasn't like, that's what I said to him when he came off. I was, he, you know, he was really, really happy. And I was like, mate, as long as you enjoyed it and you weren't worrying about me or what was going on, then that's all I care about. Like, yeah. that's all I wanted to do from this. Um, but we, we, it was, it was mental. I mean, I genuinely do not know how we managed to do it. I, do, I don't, I don't know how we managed to do it. I, I mean, when I saw the first clips coming, cause I was, you know, we'll talk about it in a second, but I was going through what I was going through. So you and I weren't communicating as much as we normally do. Cause mm -hmm. well, now we know why, but neither of us knew why at the time <laughs> it was just like, Oh, yeah. that's less voice notes than usual. <laughs> so, um, but when I first saw the clips come, like after you had played, mm -hmm. I think I sent you a message. For me, it was like midnight when I caught up with everything. And I was like, bro, I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you. I had no idea this was going on. But I saw the first clips from the crowd. And I didn't, you know, I didn't know it wasn't a festival yet. And I was like, that's an awful lot of people that all know the lyrics. Like, <laughs> that's a lot yeah. of people that are because the chick that took the video, she was about 15,000 back. And it seemed everyone up to the front knew the song by heart. Exactly. And, and it was and it was a clip of that six, eight swing vibe. And I was like, yeah, first of all, how does he even know what that is? I didn't know he knew that groove at all. And I you mean, were crushing it. I, I, mean, was, mate, I was blown away, bro. It was. um, Yeah, it was. It's just like fight or flight mode you know yeah. it's like we we either go for this and we just do it and you know you shout down the talk back mic and talk me through it and i just rely on like pop structure i mean you know a lot of the time a lot of the, some of the songs like the first half of the set was so much easier so much easier like the first three songs were like more of a um consistent like structure and they they all sort of matched up that, so that standard pop structure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot, he's an amazing mate. If you don't know Rex, if no one knows, um, well, I'm sure a lot of people do, but, you know, if you haven't heard of Rex Orange County, go check him out. You'll know exactly what I mean when I say it's not just run-of-the-mill pop. It's like right. he's a true, true musician who plays, like, every instrument and, like, he makes some amazing music. But so for the first half of the set, it was more, <laughs> I hate to work, use the word normalized, but, yeah, it was more, more structured sure. in a pop sense. So, um, Familiar. you know, little things like playing, um, playing a chorus, bam, 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 stop, come back in, bam, right. bam, bam. Like, you know, those, those gaps between a, a chorus and then the second verse. Yeah. Um, so little things like that, just relying on those things. But it was, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't know how we managed to do it, man. I, I, I was freaking out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I was just giving myself like, right, you've got this. As long as you've got Daryl screaming down your ear, then you tell me what to do, mate. I can play drums. I can play drums. I right. know what to do. You tell me what to do and I'll just do it. I think <laughs> so that that's it. the big lesson is that for everybody is at some point, whatever situation you get thrown into, you have to rely on the fact that like, I can do this. Okay. I can, yes, I'm, I might miss a couple of things here and there, but I can do this. I know how to play this instrument. We're going to be fine. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the more that I learned about the event, because I kind of found out about it in real time. You had sent me the text like, basically, I'm not going to do it. There's no, no, I'm not doing it. And I hadn't seen that yet. So basically, when I opened my phone with what I was going through, <laughs> I see like, ah, F it, I'm doing it. And I was like, what's he doing? And then I listened to the voice note and I was like, no, he should not do that. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. That's yeah. a lot of song. Cause then I went immediately and listened to Rex Orange County's music and it wasn't, there was nothing typical about it. It was a true pop artist that wants to be artistic. And yeah. the form was artistic. And I was like, we're 45 seconds in and I haven't heard a drum yet. And then all of a sudden yeah. I heard boom one note and i was like how is he supposed to remember that that's coming up <laughs> <laughs> like it was and then it was just like so and then it would go into like this shaker thing and then like you said like a swung six eight and i was like what yeah. the hell's going on here it's so man mad respect to you buddy uh and <laughs> and yeah when it was done i was just so happy that you were like, dude, I did it. I, I yeah. did it. It worked. It, 
it was honestly like you know like i said man like i'm 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 the same as you and we're like perfectionists and we don't like knowing that things could have been done better i think that's yes. that's a that's just what we're like and what a lot of people are like when it comes to your instrument you're like well if i had a if i had a day if i had a day it would have i would have got on all of the stabs and i would have you know played that feel more confidently and what and whatnot but yeah, it was it was truly one of the most like amazing times of my career. It was you know like I got dropped off by the security guard by his security guard at the end to get picked up by the taxi, and he was like, "Mate, I text my friend and he named this drummer. I couldn't remember his name. He was like, oh, he's been around the block for years. He's a massive pop guy.' And I texted him this morning when I found out, and I, and he said, "No one will do it, mate. He said, "No, no, no drummer in their right mind." We'll, we'll say yes to that. You're gonna have to just mime it and put put the drums on track, and then uh, and then he said, and and you were f- <laughs> he was like he's such a legend. He was like, and you were, you were fucking bonkers enough to say yes, and you absolutely <laughs> smashed it. And it was just like it was just so funny, man. I was like, yeah, it's just I I didn't have time to just think about anything. I was just like, yeah, I'm there, let's do it. But it it was wicked, man, and it was amazing music. I've screen recorded um, something a second ago. <laughs> I'll, I'll play it through the speaker. It's amazing. This bit, mate. It's just so, so good. So good. So good, man. Just and like, that's you. That's yeah. from the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was wow. like. It was good, man. It was it was really good fun. It was scary, but you know, like they, they. I just I wanted to do it for him. Like I said, I've known I've known him for years, and like to see what he's done, and to also know that's his biggest headline show ever, and that is just yeah. You can't you don't want you to let him down. You, you, yeah, you don't want to, and it, like I think that's just you know I think sometimes when things like that happen, you just got to go look. Let's just do it. Let's give it a go. I can't promise anything. This is a lot to ask, but yeah. I'd rather turn up and say, look, let's give it our best shot as opposed to saying, nah, I don't, I can't, I can't. I think you can feel, even when, when you're talking to him on the phone, you can feel like, do you have the proper expectations? You know, when we can't come in and be your drummer in one day, not even a day. I don't even have a day. I have less than half a day. I was boxing six minutes ago. <laughs> So it's like as long as you understand what this is, then yeah, let's give it a go, man. Um, but dude, well done. But mate, well, well done. Well done for you. you we, we were both, we were both <laughs> tested this weekend. My like, goodness. What has happened this weekend, mate? We just we get a new watch from the world just goes, look. Hey. If you want you if guys you want to act get- like big boys, you, you, I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> You guys want to go all out and spend your hard-earned money on a $200 watch? All right. We're going to drop the hammer on you. Um, yeah. So uh, it's an event that I've done before. Uh, it's it's an event that I carve time out of my schedule to do. So basically, uh, there's a beautiful, beautiful man named Marcus Pope who he's kind of the the core of the musical like environment the musical family in Huntsville Alabama in Huntsville Alabama there are tons of world-class musicians and I'll give you some kind of credits in just a second so you understand what I say when I say world-class but truly world-class musicians who have chosen to make their home um, in Huntsville Alabama and Huntsville Alabama for anyone in America as soon as we hear Alabama we're like oh yeah I don't know much about that or yeah it's, it's just the south Huntsville, Alabama was voted one of the top three places in the United States to live and to raise a family. Wow. So it is its own thing. I've been to other parts of Alabama and other parts of the South, and they have every place, just like California, has good and bad aspects. Huntsville, Alabama is a special place. And even talking to the people there this time, they were like telling me, like they're like, we wish the magazines and the news outlets would shut up about how great this place is because it's our place. Don't let anyone know what we have yeah, here. It's, yeah. it's too special. Mm-hmm. It really is that beautiful. The cost of living is very different. Um, I was seeing homes that I was like, oh my God, that is the most beautiful home I've ever seen. And they're like, they're like, yeah, but it's pretty expensive. It, that's almost $250,000. And I was like, I'm sorry, what did you do? Did you say that that's the down payment 
on a one bedroom house in California that you get that brick mansion with that massive yard. And I was like, oh my God. So the cost of living is lower. The people though, it's just a little bit of heaven. So I always carve time out of my uh, summer to do this event uh, with Marcus Pope. It's called Pope's School of Drumming. And like I said, he's kind of the cornerstone of the musical family in in Huntsville. So uh, normally it's a clinic during the day and a concert at night. And um, that's what it was again. The clinic was fine. Um, it was really just a, a chance for me to test out some material for PASIC because it's not going to be the same as the UK drum show. So I was testing that stuff out and seeing like, how does this work? And is there room for crowd participation? I love, I mean, you were there for the UK drum show. I love anytime I can bring someone from the crowd up on stage mm-hmm. because it puts everyone in the audience in a very different mindset. All of yeah. their hearts start racing through their chest thinking that could have been me because he just chose yeah. those people at random. And now they're living their lives through the people on stage instead of it being like a clinician and an audience. Now we're all in mm-hmm. this together. Mm-hmm. So as I'm going through the clinic, I'm thinking like, is there any chance that I could bring someone on stage? Um, I ended up not doing it, but I was looking for those moments. I was trying to trim the fat. So when the clinic was done, I was totally happy. It was like, cool, that's great. Um, I, I learned enough to know whether or not I need to do a clinic tour leading up to PASIC to work out more kinks, which I think I'll do. Cause I wasn't quite, I would give the clinic a 6.5 out of 10. If 10 was the UK drum show where I left the stage going right on, man, that's as good as it can be. doesn't matter yeah. whether it's good or bad to anyone else. For me, that's as good as it can be. Um, played my two tracks and I, I played them well. I've got some new tracks I'm going to be playing for PASIC. But so as far as the clinic, solid. Then I go back to the hotel, have a little <laughs> rest, and then we come back for the concert. So the concert <clears throat> is to the city. Like the clinic is just to a, a few drummers that live in town, right? So right, it's not that big. No big deal. The concert, though, is for the town. They all come out to this thing because they want to see a great concert. And so what the concert is is a, a band that plays together. Mm-hmm. Marcus Pope is the drummer of that band. And then he has um, usually two or three guest drummers. So in the past, it's been me, Will Kennedy, my teacher, um, J.D. Blair, who played for Shania Twain for a long time. So it's it's a, it's a usually a pretty decent cast of drummers. Um, this time, it was a guy named Jay Fly, who, when you go through his credentials, it's pretty insane, too. He's on the board of the Grammys, and he does wow. education for, for drummers all over Atlanta and everything. So he's a phenomenal drummer. So anyways, um, on the stage, you've got a full band. So we had three uh, keys. So we had like an organ, regular keys, and then Kelvin Wooten on keytar. So let me tell you Kelvin's wow. uh, stats. Okay. On keytar, by the way. Now, Kitar. these are not his stats on keytar. He just chose to play keytar because there were already two keys, and he can play anything. He can play upright bass. He's been the bass player in this band before. But he was like, well, if we got those guys here, I'll just play keytar. So he breaks out this 1980s keytar and rips on it. Um <laughs> Let's see here. Keytar, uh, what a legend. Yeah. Um, Jay Cole, Anthony Hamilton, Jill Scott, Raphael Sadiq, Eric Clapton, Kim Scott, uh, Tony, 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 Jill Scott again. Wow. And we get down to... Jay Cole was enough for me. Do you know what I mean? So anyways, um, that's the <laughs> band. So we've got guitar, um, mm-hmm. three keys, a bass player who uh, went to... Berkeley and graduated with um, Mono Neon on bass. So wow. he was in that world of just like chaos. Yeah. So, um, yeah. oh, and then uh, Daryl Tibbs on percussion and his percussion rig is bigger than Thomas Lang's kit. It's massive okay. and it's right yeah. behind me. <laughs> so, and then, and then we've got myself, Jay Fly, JD Blair and Marcus Pope on drums. So four drummers on stage on full kits and then all these musicians. Now, normally that show is pretty cover centric. So, um, we as drummers, we don't get any heads up on anything. There's no rehearsal. There's no tracks. There's no set list. There's no set list on stage. Like literally on stage, Marcus just starts clicking his sticks together. And I'm like, does he, is he looking at something? What's happening? So brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Why not? Now, normally, like I said, it's kind of cover centric. So we're first verse in. Oh, and there's no singer. So there's no lyrics. It's just instrumentals of covers. Oh, okay. 
So I have right. nothing to follow. But at some point, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got this. This is an old Janet Jackson tune. I've heard this before. And I don't know any of these songs, but it's like, you know, I'm a human that lives in the world. I've heard these songs before. Mm-hmm. Or we get into something, I'm like, oh, my God, this is an old Al Green tune. I know this. Not the case. Nope. <laughs> these were all originals. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Why not? Just do originals. Like, and every song he counted in started with a run of stabs. One, two, three, four. Ba ba do deep beep boom ba ba. But do get, but do get, but do get. Shabba do gang. Scat. Boom. Scat. And I'm like, May. Now the crowd is not privy to the fact that I don't know anything. I'm so, I'm looking. I go, here, let me make the sound. This is the sound of my neck going back and forth from bass player to keyboard player. <laughs> That's my neck going back and forth. <laughs> it's like literally moving air as this is happening. Oh huh? my God. Is this a verse? Is this a chorus? What the fuck? What is this? <laughs> that is so good. That is so, so good, man. It's like, oh. mate. That's the worst part about it is the crowd don't know what's going on. They don't know. They're like, just like, he seems a little unprepared. <laughs> you think? I don't see, know what's happening. See, you're professional. <laughs> is he won a competition to be up here? What, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Did he win a competition? <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, I just entered a, a lottery and I, I, it was like, would you like a chance to play with the guy that's writing the new J. Cole album? Yeah, Did that he, sounds fantastic. He must have won an Instagram competition. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm here. Comment hey down guys. below. Three friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> How's it going, guys? That's the and they're thing. like, oh, please welcome to the stage, Mark Johnson. Uh, it's Mike Johnson. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all good. That's, that's the difference, right, with, with Rex. He told the crowd after the first song, like, look, our drummer, he's in hospital, and, like, this is a thing. And, he, the, by the way, the drummer's, the drummer's all good. Okay, um, good. But um, he told the crowd what was going on, you know, like, and everyone got behind the moment. <laughs> you on the other <laughs> Dog. So then, uh, and, and, and honestly, because Marcus is the drummer and he is truly one of the most beautiful people in the world. I mean, I only do this event for, for the hang. Like the people are so incredible. It's almost really the hang after the event when we have brunch on mm. Sunday at someone's house. This time it was at Marcus's house. Last time it was at Kelvin's house. And it's always like, man, thank you. This is a soul reset. I needed this. Um, so normally in a lot of these songs, Marcus is playing drums. And so it's okay. You could just play some hi-hats if you wanted to. There's four drummers on stage. It's not like you're right. it's not like you're leading the band. Mm-hmm. The problem was usually it's it's covers that I I know the hits. I know even the push. Like, okay, this one always comes in on the uh. Because mm-hmm. if everyone crashes on the uh and you crash on the one, <laughs> it's you know, yeah. and so it's like, oh biscuit. Yeah. So so sometimes it's like, well, Marcus is holding it down and JD Blair's maybe doing some pockets. So you could just play Hyatt's if you wanted to. Two problems. One, drum solos. Because it's called Drummer's Night Out, Marcus wants to feature the drummers. That makes sense to me. Yep. Unfortunately, I don't know the song and I sure as hell didn't prep a drum solo in the most random tempo possible. So yep. as we get into boom, cat, ba-doom, ba-doom, cat, boom. I'm like, oh boy, he's 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 starting to fill a little bit. Oh, I think he's taking, yeah, he's taking a bit of a soul. That means he's going to look at me next. Yeah. And then it's like, go ahead, Mike. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. You can pass <laughs> this one on to Tibbs on percussion. I'm fine. Um, and then he's like, no, 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 it's drummer's night out. You're featured drummer. I'm like, I'd really, I have literally three licks in this tempo in this feel. <laughs> I'd really not like to not play them for six minutes straight. Oh so, God. so mate, those things li- are a little we bit weird. Lived. Two nightmares, mate. (laughs) We were on stage at the same time, just going, what happened? I had this all figured out. I had my safe little studio in Folsom. You have your shipping container. We're good. Don't interact with humans. That's only going to mess things up. The amount of neck action we were both giving it, probably the exact same time. (laughs) I probably turned my neck so hard I looked at England. I was looking at London. So then here's the next thing that kind of gets a little wonky. My man... Uh, the amount of work that Marcus puts into this event is shocking. I literally was just, you know, as an observer, you and I are both people that love business. We love 
seeing how things work from the inside, I was just going, I don't know how he does it. I have no idea how he's organized all of this. There, there was catering. There was, you know, it, it's kind of like, this is a mortal man. How is he yeah. handling all of this and making sure that everyone's on time and that, that sound is good and, and doors open at seven, all that stuff. So I was so impressed, but my man did not drink himself much water. So we're about six songs in and he just looks at, at me and Jay Fly, the other drummer, and he goes, go ahead. And we're like, what would you like us to do? He's, he's like, I got a cramp. And he just stands up and gets off the kit. So um, now the lead drummer isn't there anymore. <laughs> he's got a leg cramp. Because he didn't drink any water. And I'm like, huh? Because he's the one that anchors the whole thing. We, yeah. I mean, I'm basically leaning to the left to hear his kick pattern over four drummers and you know 10 other musicians. And I'm going like, okay, okay, I think I got I have enough to not butcher this song. Yeah, it's like when you're jamming to a song... And you can just pull back for like a bar and hear the groove and you go, cool. That makes cool. me feel so much safer. I know what this is. So he he just gets up and walks away. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and so so, anyways, long story. And and there's an MC and there's there's moments going on, and then there's a lady coming up and she wants to wish her husband a happy four or fiftieth birthday because he's on keys and it, and there's like beautiful moments. And so I literally as quick as I can unscrew my my cymbal wing nuts and take off the felt, stick them on the back of my sticks to get some mallets for whoosh, for like the happy birthday stuff. Yeah. Um, Jay Fly looks over at me. He's like, dog, did you just put cymbal felts on the back of your sticks? And I was like, I've, I was like, yeah, man, it's I've mallets. You get anyone do that. That's oh, bro. Some, you get genius. free mallets. Yeah. And they're, that and they're so soft that, you know, they're not like marimba mallets where they're like kind of hard on the cymbals. They go whoosh, and you still have the yeah, front yeah. of the sticks. So you're set. So I do that. You know, so I mean, we're trying to talk as much as we can. Long story short, in the end, to the crowd, what I was, you know, talking to other musicians about with because all of us are perfectionists, all of us want it to be amazing. It was, I would say, it it was great for the crowd because they're not there actually to see a perfect show. They're not there to see perfectionism. Mm -hmm. They're there to see us actually smile and interact with each other and laugh with each other. That's what they're whether they know it or not. That's what they're going to take home. Nobody's going to be like, oh, that third original song that was in six. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. And so, uh, unlike you, I got no communication. It was just the moment would start. And if I did look at anybody, they'd give me the like, yeah. And I'm like, what are you nodding yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah, scared right no. now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why didn't you say it was in six? Like, um, so anyway, so it, it it was it was an amazing night, and the whole thing is about musical um, communication in the moment because you do have to just kind of listen. Oh, my camera just went off. Oh, there we go. Maybe I should have changed the battery. That's all right. <laughs> I guess we won't be using any video from this moment on. So, anyways, uh, that that was basically one of those things where I just thought, like, okay, we did an episode called the No Excuses Mindset. Yes, this could be a thousand times better if, 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 but it is what it is. I said yes to this event. Mm -hmm. I knew what was what I was getting into. Um, like I said, normally I have the safety net that it's a little bit more cover centric, but still, you know, I mean, and, and even the covers, they're, they're Weckle tunes, you know, like yeah. we did uh, The Chicken by Dave Weckle, by the Dave <laughs> Weckle Electric Band. So, <laughs> oh um, ba -da -ba -ba like, oh my god and yeah and then it would be like all right mike you take you know an eight bar solo then jay fly takes an eight bar solo so it was uh it we went through a lot but in the end it's because we have music that's what pulls us through this thing of like mm -hmm. i don't even know what's happening but we won't die yeah exactly we'll man. get and and whether it's me on stage in front of a few hundred people in Huntsville, Alabama, just on a high wire act, or if it's you in front of 20,000 people to somebody's biggest moment of their career, that's kind of what being a professional is, is like, it won't be perfect, but we won't die. We will yeah. get through this, you know, and exactly. we have to give these people the security of like, we'll be fine. Yeah. I wish my drum solos would have been better. Of course. I wish, I mean, at some point I was like, Hmm. I don't remember that cowbell being on the upbeats. I think I've rushed a bit. <laughs> this might be on me. 
This one might be on me. I'm pretty sure that cowbell started on the downbeat before I started this lick, and now yeah. it's on the upbeat. Yeah, exactly. Right. Let me it's- pull this burk, and there we are. All right, we're back on it. <laughs> It's so true, mate. But mate, it's just um, yeah. It's moments like that when you grow, mate. Isn't it? It's moments where you just 100%. think, no, I've just, I've just got to do it, man. I've just got to, got to jump at this opportunity and just, you know, revel in it. And it's when you learn and it's when you grow. And it's, yeah, it's um, what, okay. what a weekend we've had. That's it. what I want to. I think that what you just said is the biggest point of all of this. If it all went perfect for both of us, like you said, you you missed, you know a stab or an ending that's what you take home with you i in my mind train wrecked a couple solos pretty bad uh now i'm sure to the audience for both of us it was just fine but it wasn't what we wanted without those there is no growth if we both came into the situation and nailed everything note for note then we stay exactly as good as we've always been but those little misses that will cause me to practice like a madman Mm -hmm. because i don't want to be embarrassed especially when I know that it's the preparation that I I could have, you know, I think both of us did as good as we could for the situation, but it's still, it still eats at us that it could have been better. Yeah. I mean, I think that's honestly why we're drummers because like, that's the beautiful thing about drumming. Like whenever you think you've reached a point that you're happy with, there's always like a different tempo, a different style, a different groove, lead with your left hand, lead with your feet. Lead right. with your left foot. It's just like this. It never ends. Yeah, it never ends. And I, I think that's what I love about the instrument, to be honest, man. It's like, that's what right. I think when you mature as a musician, that's when you find the beauty in meeting another musician that is like better at you at something. I've yeah. never been one to be like, oh, he or she's better than me. So I, I, that's, that's, you know, I don't want to show that or say that. Whenever right. I sit down with someone and, and they're better at something than me, I, I love it. I'm like, yes. It's a it's a healthy envy, you know. It's it's like going to someone's really really nice home when you know they've worked for everything they have. You're not jealous. Why would you be jealous? They deserve it. But it's like, oh man, okay. Thank you for the inspiration. Um, You know, and like you said about that, we always could be better at something. Even when I was singing the tempo, that's like, oh, I don't want to solo in this. Well, let me tell you this: Marcus soloed in it first. So that's on me that I wasn't prepared. I don't have that in my lexicon of drumming to just go, <laughs> yeah, I've got, that's a good feel for me. It was like, oh no, you found my weak spot by no fault of your own. He took, he took 16 bars and it all sounded beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And I, but during those 16 bars, I was like, yeah, I don't know those ones. <clears throat> I don't know those licks. I don't know those chops. That's not my feel. Um, yeah. So those are the things that are, I, I think it's a positive. It makes me want to go, Cool. Then I I found that weak link in my armor, and I'm going mm. to take it to the chainmail guy, and he's going to fix it huh, through practice. And we're gonna be, it'll be better next time. And yeah, that's no. that's all you can do. And so I think uh, hopefully what we both went through uh, gave a few people on their long five mile runs uh, some heart palpitations <laughs> of like, yee, that sounds scary. <laughs> yeah, definitely. These did. are the things that you just have to kind of push through and. You you have to realize that you said yes to this. You said yes to the Rex Orange County thing. I said yes to this a year ago. Um, and you know what? I think I'll say yes again. It's scary to put our, like you said at the beginning of this episode, put our careers a little bit on the line. Like we're exposing ourselves without, even if Rex tells the whole crowd, hey, this is, you know, this drummer's only been with us today. He's saving us. They don't know the. They don't know that it was literally six, seven hours ago. And what does it sound like to a crowd of twenty thousand? Everybody just want to be a drummer, <laughs> thrower. Like they yeah. don't. They don't know yeah. what's going on. So, um, you know. But we put ourselves in that situation, and there's got to be some little bit of adrenaline junkie inside both of us. That's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. That sounds great. And honestly, at, at no point was I like, I. I just want to fold up my drums and go home. You know, it was like, oh man, I want to, I want to do this better. I know I can do this better. And, but 99% of it was just looking into the eyes of other musicians and being like, this is mm-hmm. really cool, man. This is really cool. We're, we're giving this crowd a, a fun time. So proud of both of us. And wow. man, I can't wait to get this podcast back on track. Oh, I have to tell <laughs> oh, you one go, last oh, thing. Oh yeah. You were going to tell me something. So I told you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 
So, by the way, listeners, if you want to tune out, feel free. Like the, the podcast is over. It, this is just a voice note that I was going to send, but I decided to save it for the podcast. So, um, I'm flying out of uh, Alabama at like 7 p.m. I go to Texas. I get to Texas by like 10. I get to Sacramento at midnight. You know that I go to bed at 8.30 yeah. every night. So midnight for me is like mm-hmm. a bender. It's like I've been just snorting <laughs> rails of matcha and pff, I'm on a bender. So I get home and you know what it's like when you get home late and like you're just you're waiting at the baggage carousel forever. You're like, oh, and by the way, I left my right. car there mm-hmm. at the airport because I wanted to drive myself home. I just wanted to decompress. And so I, I brought Biscuit, my little electric jobby. Um, so I I finally get my bags, get my symbol, get to the parking garage, and I'm like, I want the door open. I get the clicker. My damn key fob battery oh. has died in the three days that I've been in Alabama. My car is toast. Oh, I can't drive home. God. It's over. It's game over. Now I have an app that lets me unlock yeah. my car, but I can't drive it without the key fob activating the car. So I'm like, okay, at this point, it's now 1245. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. All right. Now the, the airport's about 40 minutes from my house. So I'm like, I really don't want to leave mm-hmm. my car here. Obviously, there's money being spent for it being in the garage for another yeah. day or whatever. But I just, it's like, I just want to go home. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm so tired. So... All right, fine. Screw it. I'll leave the car here. I'll get an Uber. I can lock the car with my app. So I do that. I lock it back up. For some reason, Uber's like, yeah, your car didn't go through. And I'm like, all right, let me try another car. Brilliant. Your car didn't go through. Let me try another car. Your car. So I was like, okay, it's not my, it's not money. This Uber is not having it. And I'm like, so I call Amber. Now it's 1 15. Yeah. I call Amber at 1 15 a.m. I'm like, babe, I'm so sorry. You have to come pick me up. And she, and she just goes, no. <laughs> And I was like, okay. I love it. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the ground. I'm sitting on the ground with my symbol bag and my suitcase. And I'm almost like ready to cry. I'm like, okay, I'll just stay here. It's fine. Maybe maybe some nice person will just be like, do you live in Folsom? And I'll be like, yes. And they'll just take me home. So I can't get an Uber. And I'm like, all right, I'll just, maybe there's like, there's got to be a taxi service. So in the meantime, Amber works it out where she gets me an Uber. And, but I, so I got home at like 2.15 oh. a.m., and then at 2.15 is when I'm starting to, like, get ready to go to bed. And I realize, I think I told Eddie we could do the podcast <laughs> at 8 a.m. That's a horrible – that's not going to happen. So that's when I woke up immediately texted you. I was like, hey, bro, is there any way we could do it at, like, 9 a.m.? I just need, like, 45 more minutes. I'm not doing well right now. Yeah, mate. So uh, it was a long weekend. But now that I reflect on it, and especially sharing these stories with you and hearing what you went through, it's like, yeah, I, I want another – you know, obviously you want the Rex Orange County gig with a week to mm-hmm. rehearse. I want I'm gonna ask Marcus, like, you know, or whoever's in charge of things like anything like this. I, I'm just using that mm-hmm. event because it's so recent, but anything like this, I'm gonna say, hey, just send me a set list. I think Marcus doesn't send me the songs because he doesn't want to put me out like, dude, you don't have to learn these things. Yeah, It'll be fine. And it's like, no, I I really mm-hmm. don't mind. Honestly, it makes me more com- comfortable and confident on stage to just have a heads up of yeah, these original yeah. tunes, you know, and, or, or, and some of them are covers like, but original yeah. arrangements, you know, we did uh like when a man loves a woman, um, you know, really beautiful, slow song, but it's like, but it had like a saxophone solo break and it had all this. So it's like, dude, just send me some, yeah. some tunes, man. I mean, it's a year out. Just, I can just, just, some, names. That list, just some names. Will do, mate. <laughs> just, <laughs> just say it's a song from the nineties. Yeah, I'll research we'll everything. Say- it's let me just, pure let me... improv and you're playing originals uh, and, and I won't come. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, I had, a, and honestly, I got to say, because of the people, because of the meals and the camaraderie, there were quite a few times where I was like, man, I really wish Eddie was here right now. Like yeah. He would love this because the vibe is, is, there is a vibe in the end. Like everything that could have been better, at no point did a musician give me a stink eye or kind of mm-hmm. turn away from me if anything it was like more of a welcome hug yeah, the whole time that, um but it, it, i think it's kind of like what you felt for rex it's like dude that's great i just want to make you guys proud i want to play to my maximum potential yeah so you mate, guys i mean proud that, you know and i, I think that's what we know, all want to do. go on and on and on but like mate that's it, the first time at soundcheck on stage before we went to the back i was just looking at rex the whole time like what is going through his head he's looking out at this 
yeah. massive on this massive stage, biggest biggest show of his career, and all I want him to think is, okay, whew, yeah, this is this is this is going well. Not okay. What are we gonna yeah. do, man? Because that's that's that was a yeah. Yeah, this <laughs> isn't working. <laughs> yeah, what was gonna go? What was gonna happen? So a crazy weekend, mate. So oh. I'm looking forward to just recording a couple of lessons and. Just, just taking it yeah. easy, mate. I think a few more grey hairs popped out for sure, but it was worth it, mate. It was honestly yeah. one of the most like memorable moments of my entire career, man. It was just great. Yeah, it was wicked. That's awesome, man. Well, I can't wait. I mean, I'm massively looking forward to chilling when the campers get there tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, just are they actually getting there tomorrow? I've got a few days. No, I, they get here on Saturday night. So I, I've got like a few days yeah, to yeah, just yeah. decompress. Um, but it, it's my last drum camp of the season of yeah. just my camps. So I always, you know, all, every camp is special for sure. But there's something with the last camp that you savor it a little bit more because you know you're uh, yeah, yeah. about to not have it anymore. And then I have the camp with you mm-hmm. in September, which I'm so excited about. Uh, then I come over there for the camp with AJ Roussel for the Drummer's Odyssey camp. And that seems like a really good time for you and me to do another yeah, podcast it tour. That, is that in October? October, yeah. I'll get you the dates today and we can start planning those. So we were talking about what? Manchester. Glasgow, um, Manchester, London basically so like the yeah. north the Done. midlands ish and then the south i think that covers all bases mate when i was walking around glasgow mate I'm, honestly i felt like flipping david beckham it's getting stopped left right and center it was it was mental <laughs> so i walked out of a coffee shop and someone just pointed at me and stopped walking i went you're right mate and he went eddie love the podcast and i went flipping it this is this is this is crazy <laughs> absolutely crazy it is nuts i mean to have a a nasa engineer yell at me because he didn't get to run to our podcast i I was like dog i'll i don't want any problems with these rockets to be on on us i want to make sure that all i mean that's the only way way you have internet is from (laughs) sending up those rockets and getting some you know i said to the guy who stopped me outside the coffee shop i went are you a are you a patron and he went no i went well get in there and buy me a coffee then mate do you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) I would love to do that. Uh, you get in your car and you drive 13 miles to the nearest yeah. place that makes matcha, and, and you, you get back, get here, back here with a yeah. cup of matcha for me. Man, uh, we'll tell we'll talk okay, matcha no. stories later. Everyone, thank you guys for listening to episode 95. If you enjoyed this, please head over to patreon.com forward slash drum with Mike and Eddie. The link is in the show notes below, and you can support this podcast. The reason you didn't get stopped in the middle of this podcast to listen to an ad from Manscaped or Geico is because our listeners support this podcast. They make this an ad-free podcast, and we appreciate every single second that we don't have to put in random ads, In and nothing drives me crazier than when I'm deep into a podcast. And there's no... And let's take a short break to listen to a word from our sponsors. It just happens yeah, in mid-sentence. Happens. And it's, all, it's like, always oh, mixed. Man. It's like the, the ads are way louder or way quieter. Oh. Yes. They yeah, scare they me. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they scare me. Yeah. Or if I have to turn up the ad, then when they come back in from the podcast, they scare me. Also, if you guys need anything fun to do this week, please listen to one of our episodes at half speed. You get to hear Eddie and myself (laughs) drunk. But until next time, episode 95. Okay. Okay.